Hey, how you doing? Today on the podcast, how to get where you want to go in record time. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. You've probably heard somebody say the quickest way between two points is a straight line. Well, I think the quickest way between two points is a goal. I love to quote Anonymous. He really has a lot of good ones. He said, my goal is to have such an awesome life that only Morgan Freeman should narrate the movie about it. People tend to have one or two opinions on goal setting. You either think goals don't work, it's psychobabble nonsense, and setting goals and not reaching them just demoralizes you and makes you less motivated to do anything. Or you think setting goals will help you get where you want to be quicker than you ever thought possible. Which is correct? Both. Uh, Greg, I don't think you understand the question. That is not a both type question. Two words for you, mutually exclusive. Like Hugh Hefner and monogamy, or Jersey Shore in class. No, 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 not true. The answer is both, because it depends on you. If you believe setting goals works, or if you believe setting goals does not work, you're right for you. Setting a goal works, but it's not a Ronco rotisserie oven. You can't just set it and forget it. Greg, all your references are like from the 80s. You got to upgrade. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know goal setting works because I've seen people set and meet goals they originally thought they could never achieve. Setting goals is what helped me go from having no education, training, or experience in radio to becoming a nationally syndicated radio talk show host in just nine years. I've read countless stories about real people using goals to change their lives for the better. So I'm convinced there's no faster way to get where you want to go than with specific, measurable goals that you take consistent action on. See, the super achievers, the Golgers, who take consistent action on these goals and achieve them, believe the goals will work and they're right for them. So which one do you want to be? If this resonates with you, I want you to have a free gift from me. It's my ebook. Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose. Get it at my website, gregorybnap.com. The information's in the show notes. Again, we come back to what's your why. Michelangelo said, if people knew how hard I worked to get my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. Yeah, man, it takes hard work. Now that you've found your passion and purpose, the other big question is, why do you want it? Because every successful person I know agrees with the idea that if your why is big enough and strong enough, you will do what is necessary to find the how. Then you're going to put in the work to make it happen, and there will be work. So you're going to have to make yourself the person you need to become in order to achieve those goals. And you got to be committed to increasing your education, skills, and experience to meet the demands that come with what you want. Figure out what those goals are and do something every day to get yourself closer to where you want to go. Here's the other thing about goals. There are a lot of people that set goals and don't meet them, and they get discouraged. There's no doubt about that. So you have to be careful on how you write your goals and you have to make them big enough to reach for, but not so huge that they seem impossible. And then you have to actually work on them. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But you also have to be open to them changing. You change every day, certainly over months and years. So there's nothing wrong with changing those goals. Changing the goal is not giving up unless you're really giving up. You also have to really look deeply at your why and come to terms with what are you willing to give up to reach your goals? Because you're going to have to give some things up. So to stay in balance and live the life of character you want to live, you're also going to have to decide right now what you're not willing to give up. All right, here's an example. If you have to give up so much of your time and attention for your goal that it would lead to divorce and no time with your children, 
I hope that's giving up too much for you. I heard this great quote the other day, and the guy said, the only people who are going to remember how much overtime you put in are your children. Oof. So what do I mean when I say you're going to have to give up a lot to achieve your goals? Well, have you ever marveled at a concert pianist or a guitar god or professional athlete, and you say, man, I'd love their skill? Well, I once heard of a woman who attended a beautiful piano concert. And afterwards, she had the opportunity to speak with the musician. And she was gushing with her praise. And she said, I would give anything to play piano like you do. Without missing a beat, the pianist replied, no, you wouldn't. The woman said, oh, oh, yes, I would. The musician said, well, are you willing to spend the next 25 years of your life practicing piano for five to seven hours a day? Are you willing to have people push you like you've never been pushed before? Are you ready to live in seedy apartments and play awful venues until you truly make it? Because that's what it took me to play the piano like I do today. The woman excused herself and went back to the bar. See, if it sounds like a lot of hard work, it is. It's a lot easier to come home from work, tired, eat dinner, pop a top, click on the TV, turn off your brain. And sometimes you may need to do that, but... If you want to pursue your passion and purpose, if you want to be different, if you want to live a different kind of life, you're going to have to do things others won't do, so eventually you can do what others can't. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Do what others won't, so later you can do what others can't. That's how you pursue your passion and purpose and live an extraordinary life. I think I'm going to make that one of my quotes. Pursuing your passion and purpose is not a get-rich-quick scheme, though, right? Yeah. See, pursuing your passion and purpose is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's going to take a lot out of you but it's going to give a lot to you. If you take the time to change your mindset, overcome the fears holding you back, educate yourself where you need in order to meet those goals, and you find a big enough why to keep you motivated, whoo, finding some hows, that's going to be the easy part. That's when you stop trying to make a living and you start making a life. And isn't that worth it? Remember, the Declaration of Independence actually says this, All men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Here's to the pursuit. Hamilton Fish said this, If our country is worth dying for in time of war, let us resolve that it is truly worth living for in time of peace. So let's set your goals. David Allen said you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Man, I've said that to my daughters countless times because it is so true. There's only so much time. You better pick what you really care about. Successful people determine that. They figure out their passion and purpose. They set specific measurable goals and deadlines, and then they start taking action. Now remember, your purpose is not the same as a goal. It's basically your mission statement for your life. From this, you're going to create your main goal and then develop all your secondary goals, and then you're going to break them down to smaller goals so you can actually start working. And here's a friendly reminder. Be careful. Don't create so many goals that you lose focus and become overwhelmed to the point that you don't do anything. This isn't about creating the perfect goal or making the perfect decision. You can drive yourself crazy doing that. I heard a great one the other day when people were talking about making the right decision. And she said, don't worry about making the right decision. Worry about making the decision right. Oh, man, I love that because what she's saying is once you make your decision, then do everything you can to make that the right decision and make it work out because that's how life really works. There is no perfect choice. There is no perfect decision. There is no perfect goal. Setting a goal is a lot like deciding where you want to go on a trip. I mean, you have to decide where you're going in order to get there, right? But if that's all you do, you're still sitting at home. You have to actually get the map, 
plot your course, get in the car, drive the proper route until you get there. Sometimes, guys, you even have to stop for directions. Greg, we don't use maps anymore. Okay, you can punch the address into the GPS and follow the instructions, but still, you get my point. In fact, the GPS idea is not always so great. Sometimes it takes you the long way. Sometimes it takes you through a lake. Sometimes you're going to have to call 911 for help because it leaves you in the middle of nowhere. Check the map. But even if you make the right decision and you get the best map and you get the best GPS, you might still have issues. You might get a flat. You might run out of gas. You might take a wrong turn. But as long as you keep focused and readjust your plan to handle the obstacles, you're going to get there. Now, right now, you may find yourself saying, Self, what Greg's talking about sounds really hard. And I'm kind of busy and I'm tired and it's Shark Week and I got a lot of things to do. And if it's my dream, it should be easy, shouldn't it? I mean, haven't you heard that if you love what you do, you never work another day of your life? Once I know my purpose, isn't it all easy peasy from there? Well, it would be great. I mean, it sounds great, especially when you're sitting in your cubicle recovering from the last all staff meeting where you learned how to fill out your TPS report in triplicate and you're dreaming about using a line from a country song to drop the I quit bomb on your boss. But no. That's not how it goes. I mean, yeah, following your purpose will be rewarding, fulfilling, and fun. But the reality is, even if you love your work, it's still work. Now, if you're doing something that you're passionate about and your why is compelling, the hard work won't feel as hard. Sometimes you'll get in the zone, the flow, and it'll feel great. But it's still work. It's hard to change your life. It's hard to follow your dreams. It's scary. It can be risky. You will fail at times. You're going to get discouraged. But it's worth it. Do you remember learning to ride your bike? My older brother taught me, and we lived on a hilly street at the time. My brother got me on the bike at the top of the hill. He'd run alongside me holding the bike, and then we'd stop in the driveway. We'd walk the bike back up to the top of the hill and do the whole thing again. I started getting pretty good. I was starting to pedal now. So the next time down the hill, man, I was feeling good. I was really moving, and I turned into the driveway, and I was going straight to the closed garage door, and I yelled, stop, Dave, stop. Bam! I crashed right into the garage door. See, my brother had not taught me how to stop. And my brother thought I was doing so well, he would let go of the bike and quit running beside me. So I ran right into the garage door, and man, it hurt. Now, this was back in the day when kids didn't wear helmets and pads everywhere, and I had a big old knot in my head. But I didn't say, well, that bike riding stuff hurts. I'm never doing that again. No, 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 no. I wanted to ride the big boy bike. I wanted to get rid of the training wheels. I wanted the freedom that came with all of that. I wanted to keep up with the older kids in my neighborhood. So I put my football helmet on and I got back on the bike. Now, you may not have had a brother who rammed you into a closed garage door, but I bet you fell a few times learning to ride your bike. And I also bet you didn't give up. Why? Because we all know some things are worth the pain. And remember, when you're working on your purpose and pursuing your worthy goal, you're already a success. The process becomes part of the fun. You're enjoying life now in this process of learning and growing and achieving. You're not waiting 10, 20, or 30 years from now when you retire. In fact, when you're following your purpose, you may not ever want to retire. But if you aren't working on the right goals and enjoying the work it takes to get there, it can become a pretty miserable life. That's true, even if you're making a good income and living the life everyone else thinks you should be leading. I love what Wayne Dyer said about it. When you dance, your purpose is not to get to a certain place on the floor. It's to enjoy each step along the way. Yes, it's all about the process, baby. So it's time for some action. Now that we're starting to get a handle on what you want out of life, it's time to ramp it up. 
write your goals down. Harvey McKay said, a dream is just a dream. A goal is a dream with a plan and a deadline. All right, get out something to write on in a pen, man, because we need to write down the goal. See, there's something almost magical that happens when you write your goals down. Writing helps you organize your thoughts, prioritize them. It helps you filter out the fluff and get serious. It helps make your goals real to you in a way that just thinking about it really can't. If your goal isn't written down, I think it's just a daydream. Now, as you start writing your goals down, make sure they fit your purpose, your why, the whole point is to get your life focused on your why. These written goals aren't ends in themselves. They're just measurable ways to show you are on the right track pursuing your purpose. Now, here's what I mean. What's the purpose of your financial goal? Well, it's to make money. Well, yeah, but why? I mean, why do you want money? What is the purpose of that? Is it so you can take better care of your family? To make memories with them on special vacations? to allow your children to take piano lessons, to expand your business so you can positively affect more people, to give more generously, all the above, more? What is it about the goal that pushes your passionate purpose forward? Because to me, it's all in the details. See, every goal you create, you want to make sure that it's specific and definite and it's measurable and it's stated in the present tense as if you already have it, that it's positive, that you have a deadline on it, and that you're open to something even better that you might not have thought of. When you have all of that in a goal, you're ready to take action. So let's take them one at a time. You want to be specific. Generalities are killers. Not, I will make more money, but I am earning blank per year. Put it in there. Not, I will maintain a healthy weight, but I'm maintaining the healthy weight of 165 pounds. Then you want to make it measurable. See, if you can't measure it, how do you know you really achieved it? How are you going to know when you're moving in the right direction? So instead of saying, I will improve my guitar playing, you want to write down, I'm able to play Stairway to Heaven in tempo with no mistakes. Right? Now we're talking about something I can measure. Then you want to state it in the present tense. See, your subconscious responds best to the present there should be no doubt that you're going to reach your goal. So write it, think it, and talk it as if you already have it. Instead of saying, I will become salesman of the month, I am salesman of the month for December. Then you want to be positive. The subconscious mind doesn't understand negative commands. The conscious mind doesn't do so well with them either. Quick, don't think about a flying purple elephant. Of course, you're thinking about it now, right? That's how our brain works. Everybody knows this. So phrase your goal in the positive. Your mind responds positively to what you think about all day long. And it doesn't care what you put in it. It's going to focus on something you don't want as hard as something you do want. So train yourself. Think of your positive goals. Unleash the unlimited power of your mind to work for you 24-7, conscious and subconscious, even when you're asleep. So instead of saying, I will stop getting to work late, this will have you focusing on getting to work late, exactly what you don't want. Instead say, I am arriving at work on time, feeling refreshed and ready to achieve. And then you want to give yourself a deadline because the right type of pressure makes diamonds. So we're going to put the right kind of pressure on ourselves. How long do you think it should take you to reach your goal? Now, remember, be realistic about this. You don't want to set a crazy deadline, miss it, and then feel like you blew it. That can really lead to you coming to the erroneous conclusion that the whole idea was stupid. So figure out how long it should take and then set the deadline. Now, if you're looking to lose weight, most people can lose between one to three pounds a week. So if you were looking to lose 15 pounds, pick between five to 15 weeks in order to get it done. 
So instead of saying, I am the healthy weight of 165 pounds, say, I am maintaining the healthy weight of 165 pounds on December 22 and then whatever year, right? And then I love this. Always leave the chance for something better. Don't limit yourself. I mean, what if you aim for the sun and you get the stars too? Would that be all right? I love how Jack Canfield puts it. Always leave open the possibility of exceeding your goals. End every written goal with the words, or something even better. That includes even changing your mind about your goals. So as you get more information and experience, you might want to tweak what it is you truly want. So just keep tweaking it and don't give up. So instead of saying, I'm earning blank amount per year on, and then the date, you could say, I'm earning blank per year on the date or something even better. Two things to remember. One, don't spread yourself too thin. I mean, did you really dig deep and come up with some great goals? How many? Be careful. There's only so many you can focus on and achieve at a time. Prioritize your goals and start on the one that will change your life the most. I love what Jay Papasan and Gary Keller put in their book, The One Thing. When you focus on the one thing, you will be surprised how much progress you can make in a short time. Then you can take that success and build on it. Just don't spread yourself so thin trying to chase 10 goals that you miss them all. Now, this idea runs right into the second one. Two, be realistic, but go big. Greg, that's kind of contradictory, isn't it? Well, we want to dream big. We want to stretch ourselves. We want to even have unrealistic goals sometimes. However, you do want to set yourself up for success. If you've never run a business in your life and you set the goal to create the next Apple or Coca-Cola with a billion in earnings one year from now, you're setting yourself up for a big disappointment. Now, you can keep that as your ultimate goal, but set up mini goals to get there over time. See, I think you should start small and then go big. Have your big goal, but start with a small goal that you feel pretty sure you can achieve. That starts you on your way to the big goal. And the more successes pile up, the more your confidence grows. Now, as you reach your mini goals, you know, the confidence in your conscious and subconscious mind is going to increase exponentially. Then it's time to really dream big. The only way to expand your thinking of what's possible and to change your mindset to believe that you can actually achieve what you want is to take off the limits. Yeah, sometimes be unreasonable, be unrealistic, be unusual. I mean, who wants to live an average normal life anyway? Okay, Greg, I've heard this before. If you conceive it and believe it, you achieve it, yada, yada, yada. I'm 60, Greg. No matter how much I believe I can be an NFL quarterback, ain't gonna happen. All right, you got me, bro. You're right. So I guess it's time to stop pursuing any goal, especially any goal that sounds unreasonable. Sounds like a great life. Good luck. See, the scenario is just too sad, bro. Yes, I agree with you. There are some dreams we cannot achieve. Absolutely. How does thinking like that help you, though? I mean, if you really wanted to be an NFL quarterback and now you're too old to do it, what could you do that still fits that purpose behind that desire? Would coaching football help? How about becoming a referee for high school football games? Maybe you could work for a college or pro team in some capacity. I mean, why do you have to give up your purpose because one door is closed on it? I will tell you this. You may not be able to achieve it just because you believe it, but I don't see too many people out there achieving things they don't believe. Do you? See, many of us have had people tell us we can't do the things we really want to do. We've been told to stop dreaming. Be realistic. You're never going to achieve those desires. No, that's not true. It's time to destroy those negative tapes or MP3s or whatever you got running in your head now and replace it with the biggest cheerleader you can imagine. Because other than God, there is no power greater than the human mind focused on a purpose. And once you begin reaching your mini goals, why not try the big ones?
Okay, Greg, I got a goal. Now what? Well, have you ever created the perfect goal and then nothing happens? I mean, you don't know how to make it a reality. You don't even know where to start. So to make it a reachable goal, you need to take it and develop a plan to get from where you are to where you want to be. And here's how you can do it. Focus on your goal. Spend time thinking about it throughout your day. I know you've heard this before. It's not new, but it works. Put your written goal that you just finished creating on an index card, maybe on your smartphone, something else that you can carry around all the time, and read it morning, lunchtime, bedtime. Ruminate on it. Now, this isn't because you're hoping your goal will just come true. It's to fire you up and fire up your brain cells to work on solutions. Your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, keep you focused on the work necessary to succeed. I've told you what Earl Nightingale says, you become what you think about. And the more you think about your goal, the more you become the success you want. When I got my start in radio, I was thinking about it all the time. How would I break in? What would make my show entertaining and informative? Why would people want to tune in to hear what I had to say? How would I learn to become a radio pro? How could I become nationally syndicated? I mean, I wrote down and thought about my radio goals all the time. And almost magically, answers started popping into my head. Now, some of the answers were things I knew but I'd forgotten. Others were about how to research what I needed to know or who I should talk to in order to get the next bit of information I needed to move forward. And the most important thing I figured out was I had to take action. Even though I didn't have a fully baked plan, the next step I knew And I had to take that next step. And then a funny thing happened. The next step I needed appeared. And then, of course, you need to do your due diligence on your purpose and your goals. I mean, what price are you willing to pay on this journey? What price is too high? Remember, we talked about that. What are you not willing to give up? Does this dream truly resonate with you? Now, is it your dream or are you trying to please somebody else? Are you able to take care of yourself and your family while you're doing this? Are there other people who are earning a good income already doing what you're looking to do? That's a good sign. After all the dreaming, you got to spend some time back in the real world and figure out how this could really work. I mean, it would really be sad to pursue your purpose for years only to find out nobody wants or needs what you're trying to do. I mean, if it has to do with your career. But once you got your main goal and you have a list down of ideas on how to pursue it, then what's next? Well, it's easy to get into a little paralysis by analysis. There's so much to do to reach your goal. You don't know how to get started. So that's why, as we talked about earlier, it's time to start small and go big. Break your big goal into a series of mini goals. I think you should have daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly mini goals and deadlines. And they're all leading you to your bigger goal. So don't let a day go by without doing something to further your purpose. So again, let's take the one like you're trying to lose weight. So maybe your goal is, I'm maintaining my healthy weight of 165 pounds on January 15 or something even better. And then you write down a bunch of ways to reach this goal. Eat between 1,700 to 19 calories a day. Of course, the amount depends on you, your exercise level, your biology, etc. Eat six servings of vegetables a day. Jog every other day. Lift weights three times a week. Join a basketball league. Work out with a friend. Stop eating potato chips and ice cream as much. Only drink beer on the weekends. Now pick the ideas you like best and the ones you think you can really do consistently. Then make your plan. Then create daily goals for your exercise and for your diet. So here's an example. Day one, buy running shoes. Research how to begin a jogging program. Day two, create healthy menus for the week. Research beginning weightlifting programs. Day three, jog or walk for 10 minutes. Hey, it's your first day. You don't want to go too hard and too fast and give up. Begin eating your healthy menus. Day four, begin your weightlifting program 
and on and on. You're starting to see how we do this. Now, I've left out how detailed you can get, but I think you see the picture, right? If we keep this up every day, we're going to reach our 15-week goal for our weight loss. And remember to celebrate each week as you lose another one or two pounds. You are on your way. So no matter what your goal is, you use the same process. Start with your main goal, create mini goals to get there, and then take action every day, week, month, and year to get where you want to go. Now, if you really want to ramp up the odds you're going to succeed, then find a supportive friend to work with. Find someone who shares a similar goal and make a pact with them. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to meet in person or email or text each other at least once a week. You're going to be really pleasantly surprised at the positive pressure that's puts on you to stay focused on your goal and follow through on your plan of action. It's a lot easier to slack off your daily actions towards your goal when nobody else is going to know. Because you're going to get tired and you're going to have days where your motivation lags. Daily life's going to start whispering to you. Eh, skipping one day doesn't really matter. You could eat that. It won't really hurt. One day will become two. It'll become three. A partner can help you resist that. Now, when you know you're going to meet with your friend in four days and you have to admit that you really aren't doing what you said you were going to do, you're going to have an added incentive to keep moving forward. You've got the positive pressure to help yourself and to help your friend by keeping him on target as well. So what happens if you miss your deadline? What happens if you miss your goal? Well, give yourself some grace because sometimes you are going to stumble. You're going to fail at 100% of the goals you never strive for. Celebrate the successes you do have and celebrate your failures too because those failures show you're trying for something more than average and you can learn from your failure. Use those lessons to improve and start piling up the successes and just keep repeating the cycle. Remember, if you're truly pursuing your purpose, you can even enjoy what you learn when things don't work out exactly the way you wanted them to. And if you never give up, you never truly fail. Get started on these goals and let me know how it goes. Let's go. If this resonates with you, I want you to have a free gift from me. It's my ebook, Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose. Get it at my website, gregorybnapp.com. The information's in the show notes. 